Hello everyone and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, the data's in and the results are pretty much as expected. As a matter of fact, all of the folks who made their consensus were accurate. This is the first time in, well, shall we say, seven out of nine months that everybody was wrong. Or I should say now everybody was right this time. And unfortunately, they did nail it right in the head. What am I talking about? I'm talking about consumer prices. I'm talking about inflation as we know it. Well, for the last seven out of nine months, most of the consensus guesses out there have been low. They've come in underneath what the actual data showed. But this time, like I said, they nailed it. They got it right on the button, 7%. That's correct. For the month of December, we saw inflation move up 7%. Now, that's the highest that we've seen since June of 1982. Now, three things were significant in June of 1982. You had a movie that came out. It was one in a series of very significant, successful movies by one Steven Spielberg. The music came from a guy by the name of John Williams. You might not know him, but if you've watched such movies as, well, let's see, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Superman, what else did he do? Oh, about 60 movies. And let's see, oh, Star Wars, how about that one? Yeah, that was pretty good. And he also did uh, E.T. And so the reason I brought up E.T. is because 1982 was the year that that movie came out. So it was a great year for Spielberg. It was a great year for Williams. It was a great year for the movie E.T. But it wasn't so good for the consumers as it isn't so good right now. And, oh, by the way, just as a sidelight, real wages, they tumbled for the ninth straight month. But that's a time or a story uh, for another time. Now, when we take a look at this, this is the 19th straight monthly rise in headline CPI. And core CPI, it also surged to its highest since February of 1991. Expectation for core was 5.5, but hmm, 7%. Well, when you take a look at it, commodities, shelter, new and used cars, and trucks, they saw their prices jumping the most. Energy, a little bit of a pullback. As I was telling some folks today, let's see, energy pulled back four-tenths of a percent. Uh, that would be like, let's see, I'm paying $5 a gallon. One percent would be 50 cents. A half a percent would be 25 cents. So we're basically a little bit under 25 cent pullback for the month of December. Let's see, we went from $5 to approximately $4.75. That's one heck of a retracement, isn't it? Thank you very much, Mr. Biden. Now, a lot of people have been looking at shelter because putting a roof over your head, well, that's starting to move once again. This was the biggest move since February of 2007. That's 15, I was going to say 14, but 15 years ago. Shelter rose 4.3% year over year. That's up from 3.84%. And so when you take a look at that, how do we get 7%? Well, it's pretty simple. You take services inflation. You know, if you go to a restaurant, well, they kind of count that as services. What the restaurant pays for, 
their goods that they're selling, well, that serves as product. That serves as goods. But the services, if a guy drives you in the cab or in the Uber, those are all services. People who are delivering things that are bringing you the products that have been produced, those are services. And that inflation rose 3.7% for the month of December. Now, that's the highest that we've seen since January of 2007. Now then, let's flip over to the goods inflation. Goods inflation soared, and that's all the stuff we buy. That is, well, let's see, the gasoline. That's the toilet paper. That's the the steaks. That's the chips. That's everything we buy, and that inflated by 10.7% year over year. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest since May of 1975. So if you've got one, services at 3.7, you've got goods at 10.7, add them together, and you get 14.4. Divide by two, you get 7.2%. So let's call it, as they did, 7%. Okay. And of course, I like I said at the beginning, one thinks, well, it's, you know, it's, so, it's not so bad. Wait a minute, we got money. But when you take a look at the hourly wages, hourly earnings fell year over year 2.4%. That's down the ninth straight month. Okay, so when we take a look at it, it is, well, it becomes very disconcerting. And I have to say, when the president and his team, the administration, said that it was all transitory, hmm, that kind of got me to thinking. We started doing shows about it. And I'm very upset about something else. And that is listening to many conservative commentators on television today talking about the news as inflation. Now, one of the commentators said, you know, we really got to cut Biden a little bit of a, some slack And I was stunned when I heard that. He says, because after all, the fact that stuff's not on the shelves, the stuff that's gotten stuck in L.A. or in New York or any of the places where they accept the stuff in from overseas, and I say stuff, you know, the goods that have been produced where it says made in in China or made in Vietnam or made in India, okay, it's got to be delivered here. And if there's disruptions in that supply chain, well, that means we're going to have less supply, less goods here. And as you know, looking at the shelves, they're more and more empty. Well, before Christmas, they were filled. Joe said they're going to be filled. But after Christmas, there's nothing on the shelves. We got a little bit of an issue. Now, when you take a look at this whole thing, People saying, well, that's not Biden's fault. Come on. You know, it's a supply. It's COVID and it's all the rest of that. I want to step back and once again reiterate this fact. Simple economics lesson. Let me put my economics teaching hat on for the minute. Take your hands. Put them, turn them over so your palms are facing up. Make them equal to each other from the standpoint of not one higher, not one lower, but equal to each other. Okay. When... Think in the right hand is the supply. It's the goods you buy. In the left hand, it's the money that's being produced by the federal government, the money that's being printed. When these two hands are equal, we don't have inflation. We have money matching goods, goods matching money. Pretty simple concept. But now, all of a sudden, we don't have the goods. So take your right hand, which is the goods, and lower it. Drop it down, maybe a foot. 
Okay, so the left hand's higher than the right hand, which means we've got more money than we've got goods. Hmm, that becomes a, a conundrum. With more money than we've got goods, that is the classic definition of inflation. Too much money chasing too few goods. So, what do you do? You work on the supply to try to bring that up, and you start to reduce the number of government programs you have that are spending money, that are printing and getting the printing presses going. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to raise the right hand and you're trying to lower the left hand so that they meet up again. That's how you impact inflation. That's what you do. And it's not going to happen in a two or three or month, four month time period because let's go back to where we were, where the right hand is lower, the left hand is there. Now, here's what's been going on for the last year. Yes, the right hand lower is the supply chain, which is lower. The left hand, however, has not been being lowered by cutting and reducing the amount of printing. It's rising. It's rising because the government is printing more money. And thank God they got they didn't pass that Build Back Better program, which would have taken it probably way up above your shoulder. Now look at the differential. If that had gone through, all of this money in your left hand chasing none of these goods in your right hand. You think that the cost is big now? All right, 7% for one month. Imagine if we saw 7% every month, 7 on top of 7 on top of 7. We're almost doubling in a 12-month time period. Okay, you're paying $5 for gas right now. How about a year from now paying 10 And that's the reality. As long as the government, as long as Biden and the Democrats and even some of the rhinos out there, that's the Republicans in name only, continue to want to spend money, then we have a major and significant issue. And when they step back and they say, you know, we can't fault Joe or any of these people, you know, it's just the fact of COVID and we don't have people working and we can't get supplies. Now that what I've told you today, you have to join me. When I say, are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.